Welcome to NU Biz Talk, giving students and families information right from the source. On today's episode, we talk with Assistant Director of Campus Activities, Bill Newton, about student involvement and how students can take advantage of that for the next semester in the spring. We also have our special student spotlight featuring Chris Sinclair, who is a junior transfer student from Madai University. Alrighty, everybody, welcome back to NU Biz Talk. This is our last episode of the semester. If you guys have made it this far, thank you very much for tuning in. We really appreciate all your support. If this is your first episode you're listening to, well, we have a lot more episodes on our account if you take a look. Um, however, uh, let's just get right into it. Um, you know, finals week, uh, it's that busiest time of year. You know, after Thanksgiving break, everything just kind of comes in very busy. Um, but you know, after finals, we got spring semester coming up, uh, as soon as you know it. And, uh, you know, if you haven't gotten involved on campus as a student now, um, you might be wanting to think about that for next semester and what better person to have on our show today, uh, than the assistant director of campus activities, Mr. Bill Newton. How are we doing this morning, Bill? Doing great, JJ. Thanks for having me on NU Biz Talk. Yes, sir. Thank you so much finally, for coming on. Finally, I made the list. Finally, yeah. We finally have you on. This is awesome. Um, so, yeah, as I said, you're the assistant director of campus activities, um, and that kind of encompasses a lot of things on campus. Um, so you kind of want to go a little bit on uh, what you guys do and what you guys provide for students? Yeah, absolutely. So, um we do a lot, right? So, uh, you know, we're getting to that time of year where we, in our office, we take a little bit of a backseat to uh, finals and mm -hmm. projects and that sort of thing. But um, certainly our office is here to support NU students on their journey here at NU. So that's in outside the classroom. So uh, it's involvement in student clubs and organizations. It's attending events. It's really kind of um, gaining and kind of fine-tuning some leadership skills along the way uh you know and oh by the way having some great tailgate parties and bus trips and you know just making memories that we hope our students look back you know 5 10 15 20 years from now and they they talk about the experiences they had they talk about the friends they made and oh by the way they got some great experience maybe it helps them land a job or an internship or multiple jobs along the way because they see employers see the, those experiences that they that they got right here at NU. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's it's huge. It's a huge opportunity. And like, you know, you may not think like you can get that heavily involved, but like a lot of clubs are actually looking for leadership right now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, some students graduate early in the semester um, and some of those students are in charge of clubs. So they're looking for people to uh, kind of take up their role. Yeah. Uh, for them. So be definitely be on the lookout for that if there's a club that interests you. And speaking of clubs, uh, Bill, you want to let them in on how many clubs we have here on campus? Yeah. So there's almost a hundred. Um, mm -hmm. You know, when you talk about all our academic clubs, honor societies, service clubs, social clubs, um, club sports, you know, uh, there's, I like to say there's a little something for everyone here. Mm -hmm. um, so and, and we also have new clubs that start very often. So just this semester, I think we had four or five new student organizations start. Um, and so it's a fairly simple process. And, uh, you know, we can get your, your club off the ground and running. Now, clubs are dependent on student interest. So maybe this semester you decided uh, not to get too involved or take a little bit of a backseat. Well, if you come back this spring semester, we're going to have a club fair again. Um Maybe now you're a little bit more in tune to your class schedule or kind of your your where where your time demands are. If you have a job either on campus or on, off campus, you have a little bit better idea of how much time you have. Mm -hmm. 
the spring semester is a, it's never too late to kind of just jump right back into joining that that biology club or or WNIA, you know, um, any any student organization. So what I would tell students is, yes, we're going to have a, a student involvement fair, you know, probably the second week of classes back in January. So that's an opportunity to meet some student clubs. But come right into our office. So we're right down in the lower level of Gallagher. And if you have an interest in a club that you maybe haven't heard about but you see on our list, you know, that happens often, we can put you in touch with maybe the club president or some officer or or even the the club advisor to try to get uh, get connected and get involved. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, um, it is definitely take advantage of that. Um, there are a lot of emails that get sent out, especially in the beginning of the semester. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys send it out through the NU Clue, mm-hmm. which is basically kind of our student newsletter uh, that we receive in the in our emails. Um, and yeah, like Bill said, like we have almost a hundred camp uh, clubs on campus. But also, if there's nothing on there that you see that really speaks to you, like strongly. Um, you can actually go about and make your own club. Uh, you want to explain the process uh, on how to do that? Sure. Yeah. So if you want to start, so this semester we had a uh, crochet club start. Mm-hmm. I know, JJ, you're huge into crocheting. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, you know me. There's a quilt on display outside. But, no. <laughs> um, but you know, it, it was a fine example of uh, there was a group of students who wanted to start a student club didn't see anything of that nature on our list. So they came, met with me, we sat down, we sort of talked through, all right, we need every student organization uh, needs a constitution, which kind of helps um, outline, you know, the club officers and what are the duties and responsibilities and talking about dues and membership, just, you know, pretty straightforward things, but it's great to have in like an official document like that. Uh, the students held an interest meeting. They, you know, and that is really the determining factor of how many students are truly interested. So, how many students came to that meeting, or otherwise, maybe they couldn't come, but they said, "Oh, I'm really, I'm really interested." Our minimum is seven, so it's not, it's not too high of a number to to get some students together. And uh, then we put the constitution. As long as we hit those steps, we get a club advisor, which is a full time faculty or staff member on campus. Um, we get those steps in place and we put you in front of our student government association for approval. And usually that goes super smoothly and bing, bang, boom, you're a club, you know, <laughs> exactly. and, and that kind of gets a couple other steps going with mind you and the club roster and community service and fundraising. And, um, but we're as quickly as possible, we kind of get you into the fold of being a student organization. Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, and it really is as easy as that. Um, like anything you could think of within reason, obviously, but mm-hmm. it's it's quite easy, especially if you already have like a handful of people on campus that are interested in the same things as you, right. um, which is definitely one thing that sets us apart uh, from a lot of other universities so in the area. We've got everything from, I said, crochet to we had an emerging technologies club start. Mm-hmm. Um, we have... <laughs> Um, holy cow, like just every a club for a different major, biology club. At one point we had like a cornhole club. I think it may have gone inactive, but like you said, within reason, we can, we can work together and meet and kind of discuss, all right, what's your interest? Do we have a student organization already kind of like that? Mm-hmm. If so, then, well, let's get you reconnected with them. Or, um, and if not, let's go. Let's get started because, again, our office is here for you, for the students to really help um, – help you enjoy your experience here at NU and really get the most out of it. Mm, for sure. And uh, so outside of clubs on campus, um, you know, some some people may not have a lot of time for clubs per se, but they also want to be involved and engaged uh, in the community. Um, so what are some ways that you guys uh, provide uh, opportunities for that at least as far as like student engagement goes? 
Um, I would say there's a couple. Um, I think one is is through our campus programming board. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they offer usually about anywhere from 30 to 40, 45 events per semester. So mm-hmm. there's almost always something to do, something to look forward to doing. Um, and those events are open to all students. You don't have to be a member of the club to go. So uh, that's our late night Niagara. So you know. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, <laughs> you know, every Friday at nine o'clock, there's going to be something going on. So mm-hmm. uh, everything from bingo nights to open skates to comedy nights to craft nights to paint nights. Oh, my goodness. We do everything. So mm-hmm. um, and maybe and that's a kind of, you know, maybe you do one Friday night and then you come to a trivia night on a random Thursday. You know, there's no real commitment. You just kind of come as you see our promotions on Instagram or through the NU Clue, you know, mm-hmm. Um Every student's story is different, right? And every student's availability is a little bit different too. Mm-hmm. So we're here to, sure, encourage as much involvement as possible. But if time doesn't allow that, then, you know, choose wisely, right? Like, uh, take a look at our schedule. Follow us on Instagram, Niagara CBB, yes. or <laughs> NU Campus Activities. Mm-hmm. Um, and just sort of, you're maybe a little bit more on the periphery. That's fine. You know, um, come to a basketball game. Go mm-hmm. to a hockey game. You know, um, it's really sometimes it's not even about the event as it is just the social experience, mm-hmm. right? Like I always say that if you're not the biggest basketball fan, who cares? I mean, <laughs> I love our team, right? right? But it's more just getting together with some friends, spending an hour and a half to two hours together um, and just kind of enjoying that experience together. Yeah, for sure. Um, and they're all free for mm-hmm. students. Um, almost every single event that we do on campus is free. Every bingo, every like late night Niagara event is free. Bingo and game nights in particular, you can win some awesome prizes um, mm-hmm. ranging from anywhere from like dorm essentials, snack packs, money, gift yep. cards, uh, AirPods, speaker. Literally, almost. I, I feel like you guys have offered pretty much almost anything you'd yeah. want to hit on your dorm list. But um, yeah, anything like that. Sports events are free. Um, theater theater shows um, are free right. as well. Um, you know, as long as you have your student ID card. Um, but and even for the non-free events, they're insanely discounted. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you guys go to Bills games; they're like insanely discounted from like regular ticket prices. You go tailgate, free food. Yeah, you go watch the, the watch the Bills game. It's great. And those are the experiences that we're looking to provide our students, right? That mm-hmm. a student, uh, an experience of a Bills game. Maybe you've never been to one before. Well, we got you there for seventy-five dollars, which I know seventy-five dollars sounds mm-hmm. like a lot, but when you talk about the ticket and the tailgate and the bus ride there and back, you're looking at almost a two hundred dollar event. That, right. Um, so we're looking, you know, a Sabres game might be twenty, twenty-five dollars. You know, um, we're we're looking at going to maybe a Shays uh, production next mm-hmm. semester. So uh, that'll be a heavily discounted thing. So we're trying to provide those experiences that you might not otherwise either be able to do financially or just because of time, mm-hmm. you know, once you graduate here. So I would always encourage people to just try to take advantage of, of them as much as possible. Absolutely. Definitely, definitely take advantage of it if you haven't already. Or even if you have, you know, be on the lookout for some other events, you know, you, you probably will be missing at least like one or two that happen throughout the week or throughout the month. So mm-hmm. be on the lookout, check your emails, uh, check out CPB and, and campus activities on Instagram and uh, get involved. Yeah. Um, it's like your biggest thing on Niagara. And I think that's definitely what makes us such a great community on campus is yeah. the involvement. I know in today's world, we're being, at, we're being sort of shouted at through social media, you know, uh, come to this, go to that. So that, yes, that's there, but I, we really try to focus in also. That's why I try to just do the end new clue once a week 
and it, and it's kind of like a keep it in your keep it in your inbox. You, mm-hmm. you refer to it maybe a couple times throughout the week just to sort of keep tabs. What's happening? What's coming up? Um, what should I talk to my friends about going? And um, enjoy as much as you can. Absolutely. Go Purple Eagles. Go Purple Eagles is right. Well, yeah, thank you so much, Bill, for coming on to the show. We really appreciate you. And guys, definitely be on the lookout for club interest meetings uh, in the beginning of next semester. So, again, thank you, Bill. We Absolutely. appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Alrighty, guys, welcome back. Um, so last segment, we kind of talked about student involvement, campus activities. Again, um, I know it's the end of the semester by the time you're listening to this, uh, but that's just something to keep out an eye out for uh, next semester. Um, and speaking of student involvement, I have a very good friend of mine who is quite involved. Um, despite being a new student here on Niagara, um, please welcome Miss Kristen Clare. How are we doing this morning? Hi, JJ. I'm <laughs> doing wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming on. So, Kristen, uh, what do you do here on campus? You know, what are you involved in? Uh, what are you studying? All that kind of stuff, I guess. Well, um, I am currently finishing out fall semester of my junior year. Mm-hmm. I am a resident, so I live on campus. I'm originally from Rochester. So, full-time student, resident, and then... When it comes to campus activities like clubs, the main one I participate in is NUSCA. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on the class of 2025 delegation. I am their programming chair and also the interim marketing director as we are currently looking for someone to fill that position. Yeah. So <laughs> if anyone out there is interested in being marketing chair or treasurer of the class of 2025 delegation, let me know. Mm-hmm. Uh, DM the Nuska 2025 Instagram. Yes, um, that is at Nuska 2025, all lowercase no spaces, um, just as all the other uh, class delegations are per year, obviously. Um, so yeah, as I mentioned, uh, you are a new student here at Niagara transferring from Madai University, uh, or the university formerly known as Madai. Um, so you kind of want to talk about your experience, uh, through that. Yeah. Thank you. I would, I also want to say thank you for saying the university formerly <laughs> I think that's so funny. That sounds exactly like, um, all of the articles when we closed down, mm-hmm. um, Specifically, um, just the college admission process in general for me has been extremely difficult Mm. Uh, going into. So my senior year of high school, going into my freshman year of college, that was a COVID year. So like anyone from admissions or anyone that is also with me in being in that process at that time frame, understand the difficulties that came with trying to figure out where you want to live the next four years of your life while also being socially distanced in a mask on a practically abandoned campus. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of felt cheated of the admissions process. I only toured one school, mm-hmm. die. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, and then I went there and (laughs) I was super involved on campus and it was really awesome and I really enjoyed the community that we created there and um I we all kind of had this like uh identity of like being that small school like right in the heart of Buffalo Mm -hmm. um we're right off the freeway I, I feel like the just all of those parts of Madai like made us kind of come together and that's why it was so hard when the school shut down. Mm-hmm. So bringing the conversation back to Niagara, um, 
I ended up looking at like six or seven schools and Niagara was the one that stood out to me specifically just because of how uh, honestly how staffed Mm -hmm. all of the offices are it's really nice to see that like um every there every department has a full faculty there are people who are answering the phones and Mm -hmm. it's Really and kind of almost embarrassing to say, but as Madai faced a financial crisis, which is why we closed down, mm-hmm. we were understaffed and I ran into a lot of issues with trying to get like res life things figured out or just academic transcripts, registration or just financial aid. A lot of times it was really frustrating. Um, it not like you couldn't get to a person, just sometimes people wouldn't be there. Yeah. Um, so at Niagara, one thing you can be sure of is that someone will be there to help you. Mm-hmm. Even if maybe it's not their department, they're going to try and figure a way mm-hmm. to pull some strings and be there for you, um, which is really nice. I feel like um, this is a, a, a school of hospitality. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I mean, it's kind of ironic you say that as that was our first major we offered when the university opened back in 1856. Um, and I think it definitely prides itself in being such a hospital and welcoming community, um, seeing as we had like a lot of students coming in from Niagara or <laughs> from Madai. I'm sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, it was almost like 200, 300, something like that. It's a lot. Um, I don't know. I heard like numbers as big as 500 yeah so Um, but it's also just like um a lot of times uh a lot of students i talked to that ended up being commuters to niagara like they were doing it specifically because the commute to niagara was easier for them some people like this was a silver lining for them like other people i know from madai have already left the institution here like (laughs) college is really so hit or miss and I feel like a lot of Madai students um it for anyone listening out there if you know a Madai student um cut them some slack yeah <laughs> like, they they've got a lot going on I I say this like with my full chest like Madai failed its students mm. but that's because higher ed is failing our generation mm-hmm. um so yeah I I Higher ed is failing our generation, but Niagara's trying to fight that that statement. <laughs> For sure, yeah. And I think they're doing a pretty well, jo- uh, good job of it, um, in my opinion, at least, as far as, like, seeing a lot of students involved and seeing, like, how tight-knit our community is. Um, it's really a great thing, and it's such a great way, uh, thing that we kind of took all these students under our wing, uh, not so much as a sister school, um, and I guess for lack of better terms, just kind of absorbing the university. Um, but I feel like it's just, it's such a great, um, example of our mission, mission statement, just kind of helping out those in need, um, especially within the community. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a great thing. Um, so yeah. Um, and I guess also what I would like to ask is like, what would you recommend for students coming in either as freshmen transfers or whatever? How, how would you, um, I guess, kind of get them prepared to uh, coming to specifically Niagara? Um, So some things I would recommend if you are thinking about attending Niagara as someone who is transferred within the year is um, when you're going on the tour, don't check out. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, like, be engaged. Um, The offices you walk into, the people are friendly. 
they like if you crack a joke if you smile at them like you're building those relationships and I think there's nothing more important in college than building relationships with the with like the people around us and fostering that community because the community is going to have your back once you graduate and you are looking for a job um I was talking with Kelly before this Mm -hmm. recording Mm -hmm. and um it was really interesting hearing how um how the alumni of Niagara come together Mm -hmm. um if not to just um, be there for each other in times of need, but also to like maintain like friendly relations. I feel um, in the few classes that I've taken here, it's because I just transferred here. I've already um, seen speakers that are alumni come in. Uh, The relationships that we create here are super important to us getting a well-rounded education. So, always try and make those connections with people sit down learn a little bit about them everyone's got at least a little bit something interesting interesting to them so um don't check out when you are in college Mm -hmm. definitely i totally agree with that um be involved uh not just on campus or whatever but when you're prospecting especially at niagara like these people are here to help you i say that all the time but they really I just really mean it. Like they're here to help you. They're here for you. Um, they're here to answer any questions you have. Again, as like a student leader myself, as an orientation leader, um, I get a lot of questions asked uh, from undergrad students about like different things, what they recommend or whatever. And it's just like, you know, and I know it's not just me. It's everyone. It's not just orientation leaders. It's the tour guys. It's the people that work in admissions. It's student government. It's just like anyone on campus, really. You feel like it's such a great thing that you can just kind of go up to someone and ask them what they recommend or like what you know, just for guidance and help. So I think that's just a great thing uh, on campus for sure. And I guess, um, I guess my last question for you would be, um, where should we put the Medai Buffalo on campus? (laughs) So um, I'm actually kind of like, I'm kind of glad you brought this up (laughs) because um, like, this is the thing that everyone's talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I don't know how important that buffalo was to, <laughs> to Medi students. I'm not going to lie. Um, I think, I don't know, if there was any one physical thing about Medi that was, like, important to us as, like, a student body, like, it would probably just be that main building where we had all of our classes. Like, mm-hmm. there's so much history there. Like, that was the original nunnery. But if we're talking about something that's a symbol to, like, foster goodwill and keep um reinforcing the community that niagara is trying to build with the misplaced medai students then i would say the bull is um a really cute thing that they're doing (laughs) um i don't know if saying who's the cutest mammal or whatever they said on instagram (laughs) was the funniest but it's whatever (laughs) but i think that it should go what's that building across from galley Oh, uh, Bisgrove. Yeah, I think it should go in front of Bisgrove. That's the HQ of our College of Business, by the way. I definitely, sorry, my bad. I know this is like the College of Business podcast. (laughs) I just got here, y'all. Okay, sorry, I don't know everything. But um, yeah, I think they got to like at least light it up. And I think uh, what a lot of people were talking about was they were worried about people like getting on it and like taking photos of it. Mm. But it's like, like everyone that... 
that's what it's here for. That's <laughs> kind of what it's there for. Right. Like I did that at Madai, and also like I, people acted that way with the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, everyone's gonna do silly, stupid stuff with anything that we have free to the public mm-hmm. on campus, and you know we just got to make sure that we're holding each other accountable if we're mm-hmm. causing damages to those things. Yes, don't vandalize it. But I'm gonna put a bounty out there. Um, breaking, breaking bounty. Um, whoever takes the greatest picture with the Buffalo, either you or you and your friends or whatever tags us on Instagram at NUBizTalk. Um, I will send you $5 on Venmo and I'm not kidding about that. Um, he actually has $5. Yes. I will send you $5 on Venmo. If you take a really cool picture in front of the Buffalo when we put it on campus. Um, so be on the lookout for that next semester for sure. Um, and yeah, that's about going to wrap things up today. Thank you so much, Kristen, for coming on. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me, JJ. Absolutely. Once again, thank you guys for listening to this episode of NU Biz Talk. Uh, you guys can follow us on Instagram at NU Biz Talk, all our lowercase, no spaces. Listen to us on all of your favorite listening platforms. And yeah, thank you guys for supporting us throughout the semester. It's been quite a busy one, uh, as a lot of you may be able to attest um, especially for me as well. Um, however, we're right around the corner of wrapping up and I just want to say again, thank you so much. Good luck on all of your finals and we will catch you guys next semester. Peace out y'all.